Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Hi, I'm Maeve Marsden and you're listening to Queer Stories. This week, Peter Pilates is a novelist from Western Sydney. He has written two queer noirs, Down the Hume and The Pillars, which won the 2020 New South Wales Premier's Multicultural Literary Award. He also won the 2020 Wallara Digital Literature Prize for Fiction. In 2021, he was the ACT Writer-in-Residence at UNSW Canberra, and he's now working on his third novel, God Forgets About the Poor. This story was recorded in Sydney on Gadigal land. So my mum said to me, um, Peter, stop writing all this uh, gay stuff. (laughs) And... um, she demanded I write a book about her. (laughs) And she doesn't understand that there's nothing more faggier than someone than a gay guy with mum issues, right? (laughs) Anyway, so this is part of it. (laughs) God forgets about the poor. Um, And uh, this part is about my mum's birth. She was born... Um, on the 3rd of September 1945 in a village that didn't have electricity or running water. And um, I'm following the story of the midwife that birthed my mother. Think of it as, like, pretty prose. You don't have to look at me. You can shut your eyes and just, like, listen to my voice. I'd prefer that. (laughs) Before I begin, because it's a birthing story, it's dedicated to Maeve, Okay. Midwife Friday was flipping leaven dough off a pan when a neighbour yelled through the shutters that she had to go. She was told that the woman called Torch Peasant had started crowning. Her moans had become screams. Midwife abandoned the stove, leaving it to burn the rest of its wood. A container of flour was left open and the lid of a tin of olive oil unscrewed. She put her hands through a birthing smock and gestured to her two young sons to follow. Her sons could be a helpful distraction, playing with the daughters of Torch Peasant as she gave birth. Just as they left, one of the boys stepped back into the house to pocket the talus bones of a goat so they could throw jacks. She thought herself a nightingale, inscribing a finger in the paths, running from her home to the bottom of the village. The stone houses were built angled down the mountain, Running downhill was an ease. Her legs went too fast and tangled her skirt, so she reached down and bunched the brown cloth in her hand so she could move unencumbered. Midwife Friday emerged from a lane into the village square. She knew the large open space well. Flanking it was the cafe and the general store. Men who were too old for field work sat around the cafe. A song about thieves wailed through the tin radio, sound from the speakers competing with her pattering feet. Men looked up from her backgammon boards and saw them from the side of their eye. The Kafanio men must have lifted their fingers off their red and black discs. They yelled something at her. She was too single-minded to hear them. 
Her foot slid on the mossy step. She nearly killed. Both of her hands extended out for balance and her two boys grabbed her to make sure she didn't fall. She arrived at the loquat tree in front of Torch's house, momentarily distracted by the gold fruit. When her gaze hit the house, she realised something was wrong. The front wall of the house had been torn open from the ground up. The living space was completely exposed. Inside the house, parts of the wooden roof had collapsed next to the fireplace and had shattered the grain urns. Tiny greens had taken root and shot up amongst the weathered, broken furniture. The house was a reminder of her own unpropitious times, the homes she thought she knew much about, which had their own nature, the first one that was taken away from her through war, destruction and exile. Perfume of the golden fruit filled her nose, her scent stirring the body to the present, blessed to break those sorts because her mind would have stuck on the dead who stayed behind. She looked around for help and called out to the neighbourhood. From around the corner came Musk, the village dullard. She was carrying a water jug and wearing a floral dress that was more appropriate for ceremonies. There was oil and chicken blood stains on it, ruining the fabric that indicated she came from a prosperous family. Musk clicked her mouth. Her throat moved up and down as she gulped. Midwife Friday asked where the whole peasant family lived. Musk groaned. She put the water jug down and it involuntarily tipped slightly to the side. Some water rushed out of the top. Musk mumbled a curse and the water was from the only tap in the village, which was just past the outskirts, past the cemetery. Midwife knew that each spillage was a loss. It meant one less pot of beans soaked and boiled. She spoke like her lips and tongue were too big for her face. There had been an earthquake, big one, yes, big wheels. Stone will split, musk, now tell me where the family is. Midwife Friday extended her palms out in front of her. She curled her fingers in rolling waves to elicit the information out of the woman. The family had moved to a rental. Since the earthquake, their house had not been rebuilt. Top of the village, to the school. Three thank yous from midwife Friday and she pulled up her skirt in folds. She called to the two boys to follow. The three of them crisscrossed through the veins of the village, paths made up of mortar and stone so smooth that children went barefoot without hazard. Everyone that lived there broomed their parts and adopted different sections to keep free of leaves and twigs and dirt. And when they did their duties for the village, they talked amongst themselves, kept abreast of important things to monitor, like which girl was smart and would need extra books and which boy was too handsome and silly and which family would need extra help this winter but were too proud. Midwife Friday passed the kafaniel again. One of the oldies yelled out to her, we tried telling you but you Turks are too quick. Since the forced migration, running through villages created a single-minded response in her. All other sounds turned off and she focused on the place that was in front of her and what she needed to get through it. Sound became a distraction. She knew this and it served her well at times. In the last few years, the distant whistle of mortars could be blocked out. Explosions gone while her eyes were between a woman's legs listening to the tempos of her breath as it quickened. I am Midwife Friday, she would say. I can pull out a baby while the guns crack near me across the hills. But other times, 
she missed important information. This power was a part of her now. She thanked it for helping her escape the predominantly Greek village that she came from in Asia Minor when it was attacked by the Ottomans. It led her to become one of the many refugees involved in the grand population exchange. The single focus and the mercy of the saints made sure her sons were safe in this high mountain village on an island. She approached the top of the village and heard the wailing sounds that indicated someone was birthing. When she found the house, sitting on the steps were two girls, five and seven years old. Both had their arms around their knees. Midwife Friday crouched and reassured them. She knew each child and had guided them out too. She knew each child's character, how the older one needed distraction, how the younger one was scared for only herself. Before she disappeared into the house, she looked at her sons and pointed to the two girls. The eldest girl was named Open Sea and the youngest was called Very Foreign. That's it, thank you. Thanks for listening. Please subscribe to the podcast, share your favourite tales on the socials and follow Queer Stories on Facebook for updates. You can also follow me, Maeve Marsden, on Twitter and Instagram. Head over to Hulu this March where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie All of Us Strangers starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.